When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's a day to celebrate. We'll get to the other headlines in a minute. There's plenty of time for that. It's the opening night of the NFL. Does anybody care about anything else, to be quite honest with you? It is... (laughs) It used to be just like, you know, you'd put sports stories to the side and, you know, net, network news was like this, too. No, it's it's a major national story. because, And I tell you what, I don't know if there's a year where people were more looking forward to college football and the pros, too. It's like we want to escape. I, you know, usually we, we said it during COVID that that was the big thing. That was the escape was sports. And, you know, we were watching marble racing, for goodness sakes. Remember when nothing was being played? Right. We were like, OK, this is crazy. And then football came back and it was. But I think I think you had a. Did you say it on the air? I don't know if you did. You had a statistic about women. What it's, did you say? It's the it's the fastest growing spectator sport, all football, college and the NFL, among women, female viewers. Yeah. Maybe what, it's because they're not watching NASCAR anymore. Yeah, what happened? No one talks about NASCAR anymore. No. I couldn't, you know what? I couldn't even tell you the names of three drivers, and I should be uh, able it's, to. It's like they lost all the legends at once. Yeah. They had the, the Bubba Wallace thing. They and just, then they went, Poof. And I thought they would gain so much uh, during COVID when the other sports shut down for a little bit, and they didn't. No. It's, uh, uh-huh. and, and I don't hear anybody, with the, except one of my girlfriends, her son races. But uh, other than that, that's the only reason I have a NASCAR connection right. <laughs> through them. It's like, okay. But I have no idea. I, I, don't even t- I don't hear anybody talk about it, not just us. So tonight, we've got the NFL. It's the Chiefs, the uh, champion Chiefs, hosting the Detroit Lions. How about Detroit being on prime time that's not Thanksgiving? Good for them. Is this like the first time they've been on prime time in like a long, long time? It's been a long time, I think. You know, if you discount Thanksgiving every year. Wow. Well, good for them. Yeah. And, And how did they get picked? Is that just like the luck of the draw? How do they pick who's going to play the number one team? And well, just that the schedule. Well, you knew it was going to be Kansas City, and then just however the schedule worked out. Hmm. I guess I don't know. Okay, I was just curious if there was a there was a method to their madness. News wise, you're going to hear about Hurricane now Lee, which is still way way out in the Atlantic. And we'll tell you this: a lot can change, but all the models have the thing still turning by early next week and uh, become a fish storm. But yeah, keep an the, eye on it. Things can change. It, I guess it's like Tuesday night it starts to make that turn toward the north, and then by Wednesday it, it, it more or less goes straight north after that right. if the models stay true. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed, and hopefully that's how it works. Yeah, and it should. Here's really good news. Powerball is big. The uh, billboard that I saw by Lake Worth uh, by 95 said $500 million bucks even. How do you like that? Wow. So that's for Saturday night. Tonight, uh Oh, tomorrow night's Mega Millions, and, and that's really nothing to scoff at. It's $122 million. Remember when we used to get to be $50 million, we thought it was a big deal? Anymore. Now if it doesn't get to a billion, we're like, eh, why bother buying a ticket? No big deal. <laughs> it's like, so this is half a billion dollars. So it's, put it this way, Kevin Costner's wife couldn't, soon-to-be ex-wife couldn't live on this. No. Yeah, she'd have to, she'd have to win the whole thing. No, she's yeah. only making sixty-three grand a year in the divorce settlement, so she's gonna have to get a job at Publix. Yeah, no, a month, sixty-three a month. I mean, a month, whatever. Wow. So she's gonna have to get a job at Publix and <laughs> She'll supplement. Be... She's gonna have to be an uh, uh, Uber Eats driver. And uh... can you see her at Publix? Did you find everything you were looking for? Right. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. News-wise, this popped up late yesterday afternoon. It looks as though federal prosecutors actually are. Going to indict Hunter Biden by the end of the month. They're saying by September 29th, and it won't be on influence peddling, the other stuff yet. This is on the gun charge. And it's still sticking. I I think the only reason they're going to get him on the gun charge is they have the actual application, the hard copy that he filled out, and they, they have that. And it proves that he lied on the application. When you go to buy a gun, they make you fill out this application, and they ask you if you've ever been convicted of any drug, you know, illegal drug activity he said no 
You know, that makes it illegal. You can't lie on the application. So that's what they're going to get them on. But I, the, the original charge, I mean, if it were me, you, and we were bad people, we'd go to prison for probably seven, eight years. He's going to get a slap on the wrist. I don't think he'll ever, still won't see prison time. Probably not. But is it a good sign, a sign of things to come that they're going after some of these crooks on the other side now? Yeah, well, at least they're, you know, they, they put some bite into it. It's like, come on, every time you turn around, he wins. It's like this this guy has done everything wrong that could possibly go wrong in someone's life. And he walks away like unscathed. Right. So, I, I mean, I think people who have who've ever been busted on a, a gun charge or, you know, you've been wrongly accused of something and you went to jail for it or you were found guilty or something. You're thinking, you know, this kid should do his time, too. This kid, this man should do time, too. He's not a nice guy. And granted, it was all because of drug use, but still, you can't use drugs as the excuse. It was a low life. You know, a judge will tell you just because you chose drugs and you did bad things while you were doing drugs, that doesn't mean that you're not guilty. Right. So it's unfortunately, the two usually go hand in hand. So it's, but I think, I don't think Hunter Biden will ever see any jail time. And I think they'll push this off until his father's out of office. And then the bigger issue is obviously whoever's in next. Do, do they go after the Department of Justice to clean all of this up? Well, that's is what anybody wants. ever going to be powerful enough to do that? I don't know. That's what Comer has been asking for. He said, you know, it's not only the corrupt Biden family; it's also the corruption that existed within the Justice Department because they didn't go after Bidens, knowing that they were corrupt. So it's it's is the whole system broken? Yes. That's why probably why uh, the Schwam there wants to get rid of everybody. Start from, I would start from scratch. Get rid of all the head honchos and put new people in. And the first time in forever that's being spoken out loud, which is why they're so desperate to hold on to this power. There, there's, you know, it, it, as powerful as the Democrats are right now, mm-hmm. which I think we've all learned over the past like year and a half, they're really running scared. Well, they should be. If Trump gets in there, he's going to oh. wipe them out. Well, and a lot of people don't want that. You know, but still, how do you clean it up? You got to get rid of the bad people to clean up a mess. You have to. I mean, the, the swamp. The swamp swamp. The swamp is the swamp. It's worse than ever before. We're just more aware of it now. Yeah. And that's why they don't want Trump there. Nope. Then that's why they keep on trying to get him all these stupid charges. Did you see yesterday? I forgot who we got interviewed by. They asked him. First question was, why didn't you fire Fauci? He goes, I couldn't. He's a civil employee. I couldn't fire the guy. But you could have limited him. Well, and, and he said, well, but he, you know, he was the expert and, yeah. we, you know, we had to go with what he was saying they because did. I didn't know anything about COVID. Yeah, they all said it. Well, so, we'll give, give, let him handle it. Okay. Well, that was a mistake. So anyway. Well, today is also this. It's National Beer Lovers Day. Mm, beer. Is it coincidence whoever comes up with this stuff that it coincides with the start of the NFL season? Probably not. That's I don't probably in, happens. I don't believe in, in – well, I don't know. It's probably a different day every year, <laughs> the National Beer Day, not the day that the, the football season starts. But So I, it may be just a, a nice coincidence that this year it falls all on the same day. Did you see they did a thing about what kind of beer you're supposed to drink because, based on your, your uh, birth date? I did – and I looked for one specific thing, and I bet you you did too. I looked at all of the uh, – <laughs> Where did Bud Light of, come in? Well, yeah. I, I looked for all the astrological signs, and I looked to see if Bud Light made the list at all. And it didn't even make any of these lists. No. None. And so with the Anheuser-Busch's big plan to save itself, and they've, all, they've said it out loud, we're waiting for football season to start. Does that save Bud Light? No. I don't think that's going to save – I don't think anything's going to save Bud Light, to be quite honest with you. No? No. I don't think. However, I do, as a Gemini, come in at as a Budweiser-liker, supposedly. And I don't know why, but uh, Budweiser is – That's I think that's what their spots are going to be. And you know where they're going to spend all their money to make back their money? Budweiser or InBev? Modelo. Modelo is owned by the same company. They may run some Bud Light ads. I don't think Bud Light was just in Europe. No, it's going to – I watched the college football game, yeah. and half of the commercials were Modelo. I was like, whoa, that's awful. I'd never seen a Modelo commercial before in my life, and I saw like six of them. They're advertising heavy trying to take advantage of that. They really are. Yeah. They've well, never had it. It's owned by the same company. That's how they're going to make up their hit for Bud Light. Mm. I, I don't know. Have you, is Bud Light a sponsor for tonight's game? Oh, Bud Light's massively involved. Really? I mean, that's a contract that was signed years ago. Do you think Bud it's going to save Bud Light is them? all over the NFL at the draft. It was the Bud Light stage. 
I, I, you know what? I give it another six months before Bud Light even starts to make a comeback. You got to wonder. I don't know. People forget. This so. is, I will say this. It's their last shot. Wow. It's their last shot at it. It's, it's sad. They better apologize. They, that's what they need. The CEO comes out tonight and does a commercial where he apologizes Bud Light saved. Well, that's not going to happen. So they should have done it six months ago. All right. Powerball update for you. We've got uh, the migrant crisis. It, it is a crisis now. When you've got the mayor of New York saying it's going to destroy the city. Yeah, you've reached crisis level. And speaking of the NFL, mm-hmm. who's the most annoying fan base? Oh. Game one, week one, always <laughs> has this survey and it never changes. we got that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. They keep telling me because this has to be 10 days or something, i got to keep wearing it. But don't tell them I didn't have it on when I walked in. <laughs> oh, my God. Very- Help us all. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's Biden on his uh, his view of the mask thing. Even he, they've all they're all trying to get him to wear the mask because of the COVID thing because of Dr. Jill Biden. He tested negative again, so he's going over to the overseas summit. But even even him, even he sounds frustrated with the mask idea. Well, and then yesterday, Karine Jean Pierre there right. in her press conference said that was the reason he left the the. Uh, Medal of Honor ceremony oh, it early. Changed again? Yeah, because oh. he didn't want to infect anybody and he didn't have a mask on, so he wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. Oh, is after, that it? After he, you know, he breathed and, and you know drooled all over the poor guy that just got the Medal of Honor. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm sure the 81 year old recipient's happy. So the first story <laughs> that they came out with, by the way, so it's changed now, was the reason why he got up and left. It wasn't a dementia moment that mm-hmm. no one could understand. It was because he didn't want to take the the uh, the spotlight away from the Medal of Honor recipient, right? But now, right. yeah. But now it's because he didn't want right. to infect anybody. That's why because, I'm saying, yeah, the story has changed. It changed. It changes all the time with every story with this guy. Okay, it's never the same story. No one's ever going to come back and tell you that Joe Biden is senile. No. It's just never going to happen. No. And just like Mitch McConnell, oh, they asked, did you see this? Mitch McConnell yesterday, his office is trying to say it was dehydration that caused those meltdowns that he had. Right. And so they asked Rand Paul, who's a doctor, his comment was, uh, I've, I've never seen dehydration uh, cause that before. I, there, there's all, something else going on there. And but, here's yeah. the worst part. He's not going to retire. He's going to run again. So whoever is, if he's even cognizant of the fact of where he is now, somebody is put. What they will do to hold on to power? I mean, it's here he is. I'm going to finish my term as leader, and I'm going to finish my Senate term. Okay. Finish uh, your term as leader and finish. Now Now he's horrible. angry old McConnell. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, he is. He gets like angry Joe. So it's, it's I was like, all right. And then, you know, they're, they're talking, uh, who was it? Uh, Nikki Haley said she's all for term limits or some kind of testing. It, and it can't just be for older people because you get the, the other guy there who, I can't think of his name, uh, that had the stroke. So I, Fetterman. Yeah. So either way, there's got to be some kind of cognitive test given to all of them, regardless of their age. Because this can't go on. But we know how they can fix that. What was it? The the official congressional doctor wasn't the White House doctor who cleared McConnell. Nope, sharp as a tack. I was like, what? He's had two strokes, standing strokes. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but he's fine. So yeah. it doesn't matter what they try to push for a cognitive test. They're going to lie and cheat their way out of it. And by the way, that's Republicans and Democrats. It's just about power. They they'll never give it up. It's just it's scary. You know, you got this guy. It's gonna, st- it's gonna be around for two more years, if not longer. Come on, and I'm gonna run again. Oh, jeez, and people will vote for him again. Well, just like Diane Feinstein, she was incapacitated when she ran this last time for re-election, and she got voted in. Amazing. People win, go by name. Oh, I know that name. Ah, ah, push the button. That's it. Okay, I'll shut it's up. Ama- <laughs> no, it's just, amazing we're even me. functioning as a country sometimes, though. I, I sit back and I'm just amazed at it. Like. How well we're actually doing. Consider some of the leadership we have. Well, we have a dementa, dementia-addled president. We do. Right. Who's decomposing before our eyes. So true. The most powerful Republican just he freezes. Yeah, he's had two seizures or two mini-strokes at least. Like he's got the reset button, like the blue circle <gasps> button going on in his horrible. head. we got a senator with Fetterman who has no idea. He can't even talk. Feinstein not only can't she walk, she's, I don't think there's anything upstairs anymore. It's amazing we're functioning. Yeah, it, it really is. So the question is, who's who's calling the shots? 
the CIA. It's, no, it's, I mean, really, I mean, I really who's calling the shots at this point? Now we got the adult ridden uh, Biden on a plane going to the G20 summit. Oh, he was like, oh, and then he said they asked him, are you upset that uh, the president of China isn't going to be there? Oh, I'll, I'll meet up with him. I was like, where? If, how are you going to meet up with him if he's not there? Well, See, that would be the only benefit. Have Biden get COVID, then give it to Xi. Yeah, well, that'd be nice, but still. Uh, you know, it's the guy's not showing up. And they got little chubby meeting with Russia so North Korea can give more, you know, military equipment to Russia. Oh, by the way, speaking of wars, do you see what uh, Blinken gave to uh, little uh, the, the Zelensky yesterday? Yep. Was it a billion dollars? Yep. Big I was announcement. Like, oh, my God. You're kidding me. We said that he was going to go with the check. A billion dollars. Uh, Senator Blinken said we will invest more than $520 million, American dollars, to make Ukraine's ready. Energy infrastructure, cleaner and more resilient. Okay. You know what the people of Maui are still getting? 700 bucks a pop. Yeah. This so, is, I, I'm, these I, people are demonic. I'm sorry. It's just, and it's, and it's still, they're still allowed to be there. And you'll still have idiots still voting them in. The same crooked swamp monsters so, who are doing this. So this is why we didn't know the Secretary of State was in Kiev until he got there, or yep. however you pronounce, so he could hand over a yeah. billion dollars. Yeah. A billion dollars. That's nuts. Wow. I, I got news for you. If I were uh, Eric Adams in New York City, I'd be calling up the White House right now, too, saying, you know what? Why don't you cut that in half and give the other half to us? Yep. No, it's going out. It's going overseas. Wow. All right. We'll get to... Uh, among other things, the most annoying NFL fan base. Now that we're into the season tonight, we'll have that in rapid fire. Some headlines, too. It's all coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. And it's all different kinds of categories of news today. Jen's going to start it off. Oh, I got to give you my murderer escapee update. He's still loose. All right, this guy <laughs> might be in the Olympics for somebody now. Oh my gosh. Okay, the most exciting thing that was released. Okay, if this guy wasn't such a bad guy, and I, I will, I will profess this publicly, I would be cheering for him to get loose. Yeah, I know because what you mean. his escape was so phenomenal. It's incredible, and I do believe, Diener, you put it up on our page, right? Yep, you can see it. Talking about Danello Calvolcanti. Uh, he's still loose in Pennsylvania. They've widened the search for this guy. Uh, they believe he's 25 miles west of Philadelphia is where the prison escape took place from. He crab walked up a wall. Yeah. He put his feet on one wall, his hands on the other, and went up this. And he got on the roof. It's amazing. He jumps off the roof over one of the security fences and then gets through the razor wire and gets out. He's like Spider-Man. He is. He's a wiry little thing, but he's an, a very, very, very bad man. Yeah. So no one wants this man, you know, m more than me to be caught. And I'm sure these people in this area, they're telling all the people that live in this, around this, it's a botanical garden area. It's a neighborhood. The kids haven't been in school yet because they've shut down two school districts. A couple of, for a couple of days now. Yes. They were supposed to start Tuesday. They haven't started wow. yet. So they said they saw, somebody saw him last night. They caught him on one of those cameras again. They can't catch this guy. Yesterday was the day it turned. Public sentiment against the Philly cops has turned. No. Like, what is wrong with these well, people? Yeah, the, so the They're pathetic. The Pennsylvania State Troopers take over, or Pennsylvania State Police take over. They can't catch this guy either. No. I guess it's they, they have a perimeter set up, and they're just basically saying they're going to wait it out. He's going to eventually need food or something, and he's going to come out of they the woods. They get him eventually, right? I mean, You would think? You know, down here we talk about swamp justice, so what is it that can get him in the Pennsylvania woods? Bears... Well, yeah, I mean, but I don't think he's like in a uh, like a foresty area. It oh. looks more like a residential area. I see. So there is a botanical garden there, and that's where he got picked up on all the cameras, their uh. cameras. So 
I, I don't know. But I, I think a guy that can scale a wall like that can live on twigs and berries probably for a long time. <laughs> He's mocking like the cops at this point. Yeah, but look at it. You know what? And the the reward for his capture? It's only 20 grand. Up the reward. Oh, You'll find it. him real quick. Get dog the bounty hunter. Offer yeah. free Eagles tickets. Yes. <laughs> no, Taylor Swift <laughs> tickets. Yeah. God. They'd yeah, find the Swifties him, will kill him. They'd find him real quick. <laughs> sure, they would. Get, and 20 18-year-olds loose on him. <laughs> the whole Jeez. army, you're right. <laughs> this is going on, too. This was late yesterday after news from the, uh, afternoon news from the swamp. Federal prosecutors actually plan to indict Hunter Biden. It feels weird to even say that. Hmm. By the end of the month, their target date is by September 29th, and this would be on gun charges, according to a court filing. He had agreed to a plea agreement that would have spared him jail time, allegedly purchasing a gun as a drug user. It had Hunter Biden entering a diversion program, but the agreement fell apart in court in July. You remember that? That's why that was so important. Plea deal also included tax evasion charges. Unclear where those stand. This one might actually stick. And I think it's just because they have the application that he checked off, you know, no conviction for drug use. Of all the stuff that that guy has done. Yeah. (laughs) And if they get him on on a... well, what uh, technically is a technicality. That's it. It's like the John Gotti IRS technicality. It could. He'd never serve this. I agree with you, Jen. He could serve 10 years in jail for this. I don't think. Do you think? Dead, do no. You, do you think he'll see any jail no. time? No, I don't. But at least they're they're trying something. The other, the only thing they'll get him on is if they if they can get him on tax evasion, he'll go to prison for that. People don't like tax cheats. Right. So it's, right. it's you know, maybe they'll get him on that, but because they're not going to get him on anything else at this point, it seems. Hmm. Interesting. We'll see. It's, man. Yeah, we will see, won't we? We've, we've so seen stuff like this before where they, you know, they might do it and then nothing. I don't know. Well, this, I, I really don't know what to make of this, guys. Uh-oh. It's a strange, strange story. So uh, scientists in Israel have grown what they call an entity that closely resembles an early human embryo. What? <laughs> they're so they're playing God. Yes, that's right. Frankenstein. I thought we've learned a lesson not to play God like this, but I don't know. I guess not. But they grew this. Here's the thing: without using sperm, eggs, or womb. <laughs> what did they, they use? It's a spore. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They said now. They, to be fair, they did uh, reportedly use human stem cells coaxed with chemicals to form into <laughs> four cell vari- uh, uh, varieties. We don't need this. Are found in a 14-day-old embryo. So, like one percent of this mixture spontaneously assembled into a structure resembling an embryo. They say that it—it's the first time it's ever happened, and it resembled an embryo so much that it actually released hormones that turned a pregnancy test positive. Okay, they need to this stop is, this, this in its tracks. Creepy, yeah, it's not good. They need to stop this now. <laughs> You're talking wow. about creating humans in a lab. That's what this is. So, you know, are they okay? So, are, what's their purpose? So they can actually grow a human to use those body parts for transplants or to save other people. I mean, what what is the reasoning behind? Is there a movie like that? We created people just for par for spare. It's like for having spare a spare parts. parts car. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, that's it's right. terrible. There was actually, I think it was called the Island. They made clones and everything. These rich people made clones of themselves, and the clones didn't know they were clones. That's terrible. Scarlett Johansson was in it. Um, no, they, they, who they, was in it? Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. They need to stop. Well, we need, we could use more of yeah, her. Yeah, well, they need to stop this experiment <laughs> in its tracks. It's not good. But they said they published it in the journal uh, Nature, and described it as a. The first complete embryo model for mimicking all the key structures that emerge in an early embryo, resembling a 14-day-old embryo. We it's said a, it's a test tube baby without the tube or the test. Yeah. Right. And we no said sperm, the same no thing egg, no about uh, Dolly the uh, sheep. Remember right. when they cloned her? We we're like, oh god, you got to stop this. Now people pay 40 grand to have their dog cloned. Right. That's so anyway. uh, oh, it's a little. That's concerning. creepy. Yeah. That's okay, Doctor Frankenstein. So you might want to slow that one down over there. <laughs> Don't slow this down. It's officially fall because pumpkin spice frosties arrive at Wendy's next Tuesday. Oh, here we go. And starting on Thursday, which would be this afternoon, Starbucks offering BOGOs on their pumpkin spice lattes through their app for the whole month. Only on Thursdays, though. It's all here. Tell your kids to go. Yeah, it's all here. I mean, I put out my... my, Welcome back football sign outside. It's a little oh, turkey. Oh, did you really? It's like it's football season, y'all. It's a little I turkey. put my uh, my Halloween yeah. decorations are already uh, up. It's, it's, yeah. You had them up in the yeah, summer. Yeah. I like, just yeah, didn't take them going down. Out. We got our welcome fall signs outside the house. So, yeah, it's I mean, beautiful. We're all into it. <clears throat> it's fall because this is back. Oh, yeah. 
Dun, dun. Kickoff game tonight. Ooh. The NFL is back. World champion Kansas City Chiefs are going to host the Detroit Lions. Good for the Lions getting a primetime game that's not on Thanksgiving. I that think never it, happens for no, them. No, it doesn't. Are they going to get destroyed tonight? No, I don't think they will. It's only, I think, like a, what, five or six point line. It's not oh, really? a huge line. Uh, Dan the Man Campbell is going to have his squad ready. But this is that, and this happens every single year. The opening night of football, we have the exact same survey, and the numbers never change. The most annoying fan base in the NFL is... <laughs> I don't uh, know. The, the Chargers. <laughs> I don't know. Some <laughs> random team. The Cardinals. Dallas. Uh, yes. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. They just... Everyone hates them. It's is always just because they things. hate Dallas? What? I was at years ago. I was watching a Pats game at the old... Rose Ballpark Cafe on Congress and Boynton before they closed it. And it was all there's always all kinds of fan bases and stuff, and everybody's shouting back and forth. This Eagles fan jumps up on the bar, literally on the bar, and he goes, Okay, but can we all agree we hate the Cowboys? <laughs> 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 Number two is the Eagles. E-A-G. It's one of the Boy, other, right? I got caught in the, their, yeah. their celebration last year when they were in the playoffs. Oh, oh my god, I okay. walked into the wrong bar. I get maybe annoying, maybe you don't like them, but that's a great fan base. Oh, these Passionate. people were, they were rabid. Yeah. It's not even passion. It was like crazy. And I annoying like, doesn't for them. mean bad. I mean, you know, that's passion. Yeah, I thought, I didn't think they were annoying. I just couldn't have a conversation because they were yelling so loudly. Bill's <laughs> fans are number three, just like last year. Sure. Number four is Chiefs fans who used to never bother anybody, but they bother everyone now. It's Patrick Mahomes' wife. That's exactly that's what, what it is. exactly what I was thinking. It's, it's, it's the only thing that could make him unlikable. It's, it's, it's his wife. Well, once you start winning, people start to hate you. That's how it goes. How about number five? And I'll just do the top five or six. Why do people hate Green Bay fans? Really? Uh, I've always know. thought they were pretty benign. Like nice people. I yeah. always thought they were pretty hearty because they're always in some blizzard watching a football game. I respect that, actually. Like, oh, and, very and, respectable. The, and the place is slammed. I'm yeah. like, you people are nuts. There is one change, and this is what happens when you start to win. Uh-oh. Moving up to number six with a bullet. Huh? Cincinnati Bengals fans. Oh, See, that's, again, success breeds hate. That's what happens. You wow. stink for the longest time, and people just forget about you. Right. It's true. You're a lovable loser. Now you're winning, and they hate you. Look how many people hate the Patriots just because of the Tom Brady era. And it only began after the third win, because then people said, all right, that's enough. enough yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's now you're goes. just, like, pushing our faces in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always what happens. Well, I hate to be a spoiler here, but I, I have Bill's Christmas present. So no, 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 quick. no. I already got it. I Did ordered it. it oh, yeah, it's already ordered. It's bought. It's in a box. It's in my house. It's Programming there. note. I never actually get this stuff <laughs> that you guys talk about throughout the year. I what love that you, you guys it? know what it is before you even say I, it. It's, it's got to be Crocs. It is. But... Oh, God. I'm glad I don't get it. <laughs> it's not just any Crocs, guys. It's a limited edition. They're coming soon. Shrek. Crocs. Shrek! Shrek design clocks. They are the ugliest thing I've ever seen Let in my guess. life. I haven't seen the picture. Let me guess. The ears off to the side. That's correct. They're green brown. Yep. Oh, That's they right. are hideous. Exactly. I've said it enough on the air. What's my policy about Crocs? You guys know. Yeah. Girls well, can wear them. Doctors, doctors and nurses or yeah. something like that. Not even doctors and nurses anymore. I've changed. Oh, you changed oh. it. Okay, young girls? Only girls and women can are allowed to wear Crocs. All that right. is the, That is hideous. <laughs> They should be illegal. So the Patriot Crocs that no. I spent a great deal no. of money on for you, you're not going to wear? Burn them. You, you, can you imagine? Like you, you're in the hospital, you're having a surgery, and you're all nervous, and the doctor walks in with Shrek Crocs on? Oh, my God. He walks in, he goes, just you got reinstated. <laughs> These are Hopefully awful. you're out before he walks in. Absolutely. It's disgusting. It's gross. By I the way, love them. You ever things- wander around to a store and you see an adult dude in, like, pajamas? Pajamas, a yes. wife beater t-shirt and Crocs. Like, yeah. they exist among us. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've given up on life. They're see, comfortable. They're great. In the, see, they're great in rain, though. You know, great. you can wear them out. They like wearing sandals. Just, I love Crocs. You're, a, you, you're allowed to. Yes. Okay. By the way, just to top it off, they also have a big green nose in the middle. Oh, great. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they needed. And I bet yes. you they're huge. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Do oh, your kids have Crocs? Go. No. Sandals. Oh, they don't? No, no, no. Just sandals. Sandals oh, and, and shoes. See, Crocs are big with Nora. She yeah. loves them. That's okay. She's a little girl. That's fine. Okay. Any uh, I spent all adult, that money on those Adult dudes <laughs> wearing Crocs? I swear to God, just like give up. I'm sorry. I, I 
probably I wouldn't let Killian wear Crocs. I'm Good sorry. Man. <laughs> See? It wouldn't happen. That's a that's an alpha dad yeah, I'm looking right. at right there. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Sorry. All right. <clears throat> You're all getting Crocs for Christmas. You've <laughs> no, made up my mind. That is a croc. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment news, uh, that Stones thing was pretty good yesterday. Oh, it's really, I found Jimmy Fallon annoying I, again. He, he is, I know, but uh, Keith Richards had a great line during that. And we got some headlines, too. Uh, <laughs> Biden won't wear a mask and Mitch McConnell won't go away. God what help leadership? Us. Help us, please. That and more coming up next. East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. They keep telling me because this has to be 10 days or something, I got to keep wearing it. But don't tell them I didn't have it on when I walked in. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go over real big, especially with the 81-year-old recipient of the Medal of Honor. Biden won't even wear the mask, <laughs> uh, and, and they're, but they're going to tell us to, right? Yeah. So that's there's the leader on the Democrat side, or actually the nation and the world. Here's here's the guy leading the Republican Party. I'm going to finish my term as leader, and I'm going to finish my Senate term. Yes, how, I am. How are we still functioning? I don't know. It's a miracle. And if you don't believe Mitch McConnell had a seizure or a mini stroke or whatever you want to call it, go back and watch either one of the episodes. There were two. The oh, latest bad. one was just last week. Uh, there, it, it, They even asked Rand Paul, who's a senator, but also a doctor. He said, uh, they. I guess McConnell's team is saying it was dehydration that caused it. Yeah, yeah. That he sure. he, he just had a, a memory lapse there, and, and it was because of lightheadedness, because he was dehydrated. Rand Paul's comment was, uh, I've never seen dehydration do that before. There's something else going on there. <laughs> yeah, and he's a doctor, you're right. Yeah, so I, I, if you don't think, so they just ignore the fact that this man is having mini strokes or mini seizures or whatever it is that he's having, like Fetterman. And they, they let him keep running the country. And Biden's Biden's just decomposing. I don't know what's happening with him. So th- there we are. There you go. Oh, by the, but the, the, oh. the reason why we bring that up is Biden tested negative again for COVID. That's good news. So he's going to go to the G20 summit. So he's yeah. he's flying over. That it starts. Well, I guess it starts tomorrow because he 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 leaves today. Maybe it's maybe he's already on his way. I don't know. But uh, yeah, everybody's there but China. Oh, and Russia. Because well, they're they're having their own little summit. <laughs> yeah, they are. And then they just invited little chubby from North Korea. Did he go? He went yesterday to Russia, right? Did we did we get confirmation that little chubby actually showed up in Russia? I I don't know. I I knew. I don't know if they actually have a photo op. Yeah, I, they they said that he was going there because Russia wants their military armament. He wants support from North Korea. So I'm sure little chubby's going to give him everything. And if you exactly what we just said. Look at look at look at the leaders of our country right now. If you don't think they're aware of that and laughing at us, it's a scary thing, man. It really is. I agree with you. And better news, uh, you know what? I saw a lot of this actually. It turned out to be pretty good. The Rolling Stones live stream they did, unfortunately, with Jimmy Fallon, but where they announced the the new album, Hackney Diamonds. It drops October twentieth. They had uh, little interview things with Mick and Keith and Ronnie Wood, and it, it was, was pretty cool. So Fallon brings up the point, you know, there's other people on this album, kind of like Dolly Parton's album, you know, it's got all these other people on it. That's like the new thing to do, isn't it? I guess, and you know what, it's, it's, it's she, Mick Jagger says, there's a gospel-based song that we have Lady Gaga featured. And it's called the sweet sound of heaven. The the comment from Keith Richards, if you can hear it at the end, because Jimmy Fallon keeps on interrupting, if you is is priceless. So it, this is how it went down. As soon as it's as soon as in the <laughs> beginning you hear Mick say gospel, in the background, Keith is just he turns to him and he just starts laughing right away, and he finally gets his comment in at the end. It's uh, a, it, that's a, more like a Stevie gospel. Wonder. It's a really gospel song. It's I like mean, the guessing song. on this you'll get to, but it is insane. Gospel. Uh, kind of gospel. And Rolling Stone no, Blues. <laughs> I mean, you've never been to church in your life. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and in the middle of it, as soon as he hears gospel, that's Ronnie Wood going, Stevie Wonder! <laughs> what, he just wake <laughs> up? <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> but they did, they released, is it Angry? Is that is it Angry? Angry is yeah, the name of the song. And, and the, I didn't know who the girl was. Uh, apparently she's the star of some show called Euphoria. Oh. Uh, v- very pretty young woman in a convertible. But the whole, the, all of the Rolling Stones are in billboards. They make them look so young. Yeah, they did. It looks... I was like, they look like they're 50 years old. I'm it like, looks pretty good. It's like, wow, they don't have any wrinkles. <laughs> like, I, look at that. It makes me happy that they're still... Still 
out there rocking. I, I just, I don't know, it makes me feel it, good. And you know what? It, last couple of times I've seen him live, they sounded good. You realize Mick Jagger's almost 80 years old and he jumps around the stage like a, probably far better than Elton John did six months ago. Now compare Mick Jagger to this. They keep telling me because this has to be 10 days. Or- <laughs> oh my God. It's not age. It's, it's lifestyle, I it guess. Really I, is. I don't know. Well, maybe, I don't know. But uh, they're still going strong. Good for them. A little bit more on the opening of the NFL season coming up next. That's great news. Oh, we got to talk about Kevin Costner's wife. Oh. We may have to start up a, like a GoFundMe page. We for may her. have to hire her. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, she could be. Your, she could take Diener's place. <laughs> be our producer. <laughs> Makes all those millions of dollars. <laughs> we got more on that coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, since we were just talking weather with Jennifer Correa's forecast right there, she does a great job. You're going to hear a lot about Hurricane Lee now, far, Mm. far out in the Atlantic still, but a lot can change. It's always our disclaimer, but it's almost every single one of the models now has this thing turning away. Yeah, but it doesn't turn until like Wednesday. Right, so it's going to be a long wait. It's like, come on, you know, it's like five days away. We got to wait. Could you start turning sooner? But, you know, you look at it. And you look at the models, it looks like it's so close, but I mean, it's a thousand miles. Right now, it's like 2,500 miles away. I mean, right. it's pretty far away. So by next Tuesday, maybe it's a thousand miles away, 900 miles away. It's pretty far. They say it's not going to get anywhere near the U.S., so they keep on saying. It could change. You know, it might shift west, but uh, pretty rare that you have all the models in agreement like that saying it's going to turn. That can change. I'm just saying. Hey, guys. Diener, okay, don't come with. Don't be the harbinger of bad news. No, no, no. We're okay. good. It's still it's still turning according to the models. I'm just looking at the five most or four like four of the most accurate models. One of the models that was the most accurate was this new Korean model. It's called Korean model. Yeah, the Hyundai model. The Hyundai. I'm telling you, Kia. That's my Kia. Yeah, let's go to Jen's Kia Hurricane model. <laughs> What's your new car, the Kia Hurricane? I I wouldn't be surprised if they don't come up with one. (laughs) It's Jen's Kia model. And then we have the UK Met, which is also a very accurate model during uh, uh, Adalia. Oh my, you know, a couple they pinpointed weeks ago. that thing. It was incredible. So those two have it turning as well, but they have it turning uh, later than the European model. So the European model has it turning like almost near the Bahamas and going straight up. These two have it pretty much coming towards... I mean, uh, 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 Bermuda for the European. Mm-hmm. The other two, the most accurate ones I was talking about, have it going towards like the Bahamas and then turning up. So That's a little too close for comfort. Those are the turn. closer ones. So that's what I'm saying. Just, you know, even if you see it coming closer, they still have it turning. So but, is it like a big pressure system coming off the coast of uh, Florida? Is that what's keeping it away? Yeah, it's coming from the central plains out to the north, and it's supposed to kind of scoop it up. The turn now, also keep in mind, if you're waiting over the weekend, why isn't it turned yet? It's not supposed to turn until like Tuesday, Wednesday. It's it's weird because it's rare that this far out they have so much modeling. It's because of the technology we have now, and they, all happen, they all happen to be kind of sort of in agreement. But it's still way out there. Right. It could still change. That's right. why you always you have to watch, especially this far away. We're talking five days at least before it's supposed to turn. And so. here's the problem: it's already hurricane. So that's what the that's why, like Jim yeah, Cantori said, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's got all kinds of time to develop. Let's just hope it turns into a fish storm. And here's I, the other thing: again, just letting you know, so you don't like freak out tomorrow when you right. see it. They are saying it's going to be a Category Four by tomorrow afternoon. Right? Tomorrow afternoon, so fast. A Since four? A four by so they, the rapid intensification. Um, but again, at least all the models have been consistent on this turn, so hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, hopefully that stays. That's what we want. God can't be that miserable and do that to Florida. <laughs> so, no, no. All right, well, no. they they got a bigger problem right now in New York and also Chicago and also every major city. Boston's affected, too. There is, they, they're officially calling it a migrant crisis now. When you've got the mayor of New York City, I've, me personally, I've never heard a mayor say something this strong. And this is before a city commission meeting last night. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. Think of, wow. I'll give it even even three months ago. Would you, would you have heard a major American city mayor say that? And in the next cut you're going to hear here, he no. talks directly about the border being the problem. Well, you know, the, the, Greg Abbott uh, came up with a brilliant plan about six months ago, I guess he started. He decided since the federal government was gonna, wasn't going to close the border— that his state, 
the state of Texas couldn't handle it anymore. So he got together with the governor of Arizona and they said, you know what? We're going to start asking these people when they come across the border. We'll give them an option. You want to go to New York? You want to go to Boston? You want to go to Chicago? You want to go to California? Where would you like to go? (laughs) And so they chartered all these buses to start willingly moving these people to other parts of the country just so the other parts of the country could share the burden of what Texas and Arizona are dealing with. And now it's been not even six months, and here's Eric Adams going, it's going to kill the city. Went on to say, and again, when would they ever have dared? Now everybody knows the issue, all of them. Democrats before three months ago, maybe four, would have said, no, there's no problem. That's all just, you know, that's those southern states. Now everybody knows, and he's directly blaming the border issue. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just in Venezuela. Now we get Ecuador. Now we get Russian speaking coming through Mexico. Now we get Western Africa. Now we get people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. They didn't care. They didn't care when it was Arizona, Texas, New Mexico. They didn't care about that. Now they do. This is anybody running for, for you want to be president? This is probably the top issue now because now everybody's aware of it. Update this morning from Chicago. There are 400 migrants who are housed in the airport, O'Hare. How do you like that? Because they live there. They have no, they don't know where they're going to put them. They have no idea. And they're keeping them out of sight for most of the people who are going through the airport with these black curtains, I guess. So no one actually, if you're going through the airport, you probably wouldn't even recognize that they're there. (laughs) But they have 400 people sleeping on the floor in an airport. Okay, welcome to Chicago. So because Chicago says, the mayor of Chicago says, they got nowhere to put them. It's okay. So how do you think, you think Greg Abbott sits there now and says, now you know what I have been dealing with for years? He probably would like to say that, but I don't know. I'm just shocked that they're actually blaming the border now. They ne- no Democrat mayor ever would have said that before. Well, None of them. Are they going to vote now to reinstate building a wall? I would hope so. You would think they would do something. I mean, something's got to be done. It's and it and if you think we're being mean to migrants, by no means it does no purpose for migrants no. as well. No, look these at poor it. people are coming here for a better life, and they're sleeping on a floor in, in O'Hare. It's not better for them. It's horrible. All right, here's better news. We're through the draft. We're through training camp. We're through the preseason. Yes. NFL football is back tonight. Ta-da! Do, 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 do. Is there a special song for Thursday night football? Like it, they get Sunday night with, is that, that Carrie Underwood song is the Sunday night football thing? I think there is. Is isn't there? A, I mean, it's the traditional theme, but I don't know if anybody, well, maybe not. I think they're sticking, isn't it still this, the NBC? They just go with that, don't they? Okay. That's a great, that's great music. They don't have like a. Love that one. They don't have like a Carrie Underwood, right? I don't think so. I don't think they do either. They might. Hold on a second. I might. I might have something here. I'll I don't let you know, know if they do. I don't know. But it's tonight. It's the Chiefs, World Champion Chiefs, hosting the Detroit Lions. How about Detroit getting a primetime game that's not on Thanksgiving? Is Good that for like them. the first time they've gotten a primetime game in a long yeah, time? A long time. Really? Good They're for them. Finally getting respect. Who's their quarterback? Detroit. Jared Goff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's the guy. He was in that the, the video that they did for the Manning cast. <laughs> he was like, okay, right down the middle. I heard he was the one I'm trying out for the you know the most popular TV show there is. And he goes, Manning cast. No. Just, I thought this was Manning cast. <laughs> Glad to have it back. There's a big question out there now that a lot of people are asking: Is this is what Anheuser Busch has waited for? Does this save Bud Light because they're such a massive sponsor of the NFL? Because they've never, they still have not recovered. By the way, I, you know, I, I my theory is people forget. You know, we forget how cruel individuals are. We forget how cruel other nations are. We forget how horrible a situation was. Give it time. I give them six more months. They'll make a comeback, but think not so? until then. Yeah, I think it's going to be at the end of the football season. I, I think this might be the music they played tonight. You ready for this? Yes. Because I think this it's on NBC, and I think this is the NBC one. Here you go. Yeah. That's good, too. That's, That's good stuff, right? This stuff. It's really good. <laughs> is this like old stuff they just, re, you know, remaster or are these like brand oh, new no, songs? Oh, no, this is all original stuff. Okay. Oh, that's good curious. Stuff. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> you see the Christmas tree with that song playing. Uh, the, Smell the turkey. 
The Babylon Ooh. Bee has chimed in on Bud Light NFL season, by the way. Yes. Uh-oh. Oh, what they say? Babylon Bee headline is, Bud Light welcomes new investor Bill Gates with limited edition Jeffrey Epstein cans. Oh, my God! <laughs> we got more headlines coming up next, by the way, and also another bear story. This yes. time it was a three-legged one. With a special name. Yeah, you, you can guess. <laughs> coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. At the Ukraine Recovery Conference held in London a few months ago, I pledged that the United States would invest more than $520 million in making Ukraine's energy infrastructure, more than half of which has been destroyed by Russia, cleaner, more resilient, and more integrated with Europe. Wow. Well, I, thank for, you, Mr. I, for Blinken. one, am glad that Ukraine is getting cleaner energy. I mean, I come know. on now. That, that was a big concern, wasn't it? Yeah, this is this is how we bury the <laughs> billion-dollar check that dear old Secretary of State Antony Blinken handed over to Zelensky yesterday on his surprise trip to Kiev. <sighs> I was like, yeah, okay. You had the best line. Well, now you know why it was a surprise. That, well, it's true. We didn't know he was there until he was there. Oh. They announced it after the fact. And what did we say yesterday? And he had, came with a very large checkbook. I was not anticipating $1 billion, though. I thought maybe a couple hundred million. So as you mentioned earlier, Bill, how do you think the people of Hawaii feel or the people uh, anywhere else uh, along our West Coast and the Big Bend that just got hit by that hurricane feel? When you find out that our government is giving billions of dollars to a country tens of thousands of miles away, yet you're only getting 700 bucks to rebuild your house. It's infuriating. And oh, if my people, God. You're just brain dead if you're, if you're not incensed by this. I mean, you can't. They're doing it right in front of your face. I don't get it. They're putting it in your face. And you know what? All it All it's doing is... Making China, which is even worse, China, Russia, and now North Korea, little chubby's involved. He's crazy. He'll, and, and you know what, if you don't think Putin's evil or she is evil, they don't like Americans. Nope. And now the three evilest people in the world that hate America are chiming together. So did we, we ever find out if little chubby made it to Russia yesterday? Because Putin asked for a meeting with the, the leader of North Korea. We, I call him little chubby. He's very chubby now. He lost a lot of weight, gained it all back. Well, you know, they didn't. Remember, remember he said North Korea didn't get COVID. COVID, yeah, that's right. But his <laughs> they sister, were scared of supreme leader. His sister is is scarier than little chubby, and she's. They said she was like running the country there for a while while little chubby was. I think he was sick because he was skinny. Well, they see the weakness now. So what better time for them to get together? Because they, see, well, Biden's decomposing. You got Mitch McConnell now leading oh. the Republican Party. He's maybe worse. Look at I. I it's so scary. I don't know. It is what it is. It's sad. It's what it is. And if you don't laugh about it, then you can't get through it, to be quite honest with you. Speaking of Joe, he uh, he tested negative again for COVID, so he's heading to the, the G20 summit uh, tomorrow? tomorrow? See, I thought they were going to use that as his, his excuse. I know. Not to go. Me yeah, too. Yeah, I, I thought he left today. He might already be on his way, Bill, to yeah, be quite honest be. with you, because I know it's a long flight. He's going where, to India? That's where the G20 is? Yeah. Something like that. So we should know, but at this point, I really don't care because usually it just means more bad news for the United States when he goes to a summit meeting because oh, he I gives know. everything away. So well, like, when we heard the news about Blinken yesterday. First thing, what did we say? Oh, boy, here goes more here's more of your money flying out the door. See you later. That's what Bye. it feels it's like. true. It's true. So we need stories to make us feel good. Well, this... Uh I don't know if it'll make you feel good. Oh, I love this story. It's cute, but I think we're going to have, we had the summer of the bear, and we're going to have the fall of the it's bear, the too. It's the Wild Kingdom. This is a little bit closer to home. It's in a neighborhood in Lake Mary. Lake Mary, if you take I-4, is just, I don't know, just north of Orlando. It's the second bear story we've had that has a nickname. Remember uh, the one they were looking for out in California there? Oh, what was his name? Yeah. It, they found out it was a girl. Yeah, they finally got her. Hunky Chunky, whatever his name was, well, this, but they caught her. This one they call the tripod. Oh, okay. Not for what you're thinking. Oh, okay. It's because it has three legs. So so somewhere along the line, this bear, I don't think it was born that way. Maybe it got caught in a trap, so somebody had to rescue it, right? So they say in this neighborhood, at least according to the woman who owns the house that we're about to talk uh, talk about, she said everybody knows about tripod. Tripod is very well known in the area. People try to help tripod when they can. They're told not to feed it so they don't feed it. They left like 
chip dip or fish dip or something out on their pool patio. And that's why Tripod came through their screen enclosure. Well, onto you got to expect a bear visit if you leave out the, the dip. So, and their son, little Joseph, he looks how old? Maybe 14, 15? Yeah, he's a teenager. He's uh, he's hanging out, and all of a sudden, his mother her mother gets an, gets an alert on her ring doorbell system. And she calls home and says, there's a bear on the back patio. Of course, he decides to film and commentate. Hey, can you do the dishes and uh, watch out for the bear on the patio, <laughs> she's probably saying. Here he is. Oh, my God. I've never been this close to a bear. Oh, look, he just opened the door. <laughs> Listen to it. Is that a dog? He's about to take the beer. He's about to take the beer. He went over here to the fridge and got two white claws. Once I saw him open the fridge, I got scared that he could open the doors to, like, the houses. Where's the good news? He won't be back because no one comes back to white claws. (laughs) He opened up. It's like like an outdoor kitchen, and he opened up the little refrigerator there, tripod, and took a a couple of uh, white claws and left. So he left. Isn't that funny? After he had the white claws, he left. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably thought, I don't like the hospitality at this place. Like, you serve crappy booze. I'm going to See a place with good beer. <laughs> so left. So Tripod's back out in the woods in Lake Mary having a grand old time. It's I don't know what it is. Just <laughs> ring doorbell cameras, more phones, but we're going to have more bear stories the rest of the year, I think. Yeah, it seems that there, there's been an abundance of them, I think, during COVID. They all, but I mean, how many bear cubs does a bear have? Two, three? I don't know. They don't have that many. I don't know. Maybe it's a bear baby boom. <laughs> say that three times. I don't know if I can. Holy I don't know if I can cow. say it twice. <laughs> oh, rapid fire's next. Rapid fire's <gasps> next. We'll update you on all different kinds of stories uh, and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All kinds of news in different categories today. Jen, what's the update? Well, let's start with the United Auto Workers. Are they going to go on strike? Yes. Put it this way. If I were Ford General Motors or the other one, they don't call it GM. They don't call it Chrysler anymore. It's somebody else. It's that Salentos or however you say it. I wouldn't agree to the terms that the UAW wants. Get a look at this. This is what they want. A 46% raise across the board. You're talking like 30,000 employees, okay? Uh, No more two-tiered wage system. Everybody starts at the same level at like 42 bucks to begin with. Wow. And then they want to be paid 40 hours of work for a 32-hour week. What? Uh, According to everybody on the inside, if there is not a strike, it'll be a miracle. It ends next week. Uh, so just plan on all the uh, auto workers not uh, being at work next week. The only person that doesn't think there's going to be a strike and has said it publicly is Biden. Which means there'll be a strike. Yeah, probably. And oddly, and you pointed this out, I think it was last Thursday, Trump is way in favor of the auto workers. He come out, he did one of those videos and said the auto workers have been treated terribly. Well, I, I mean, if they want a 40, 46% raise. What? That's a lot of money for anybody. Nobody gets a 46% raise. It's kind of like that. It's that union thing, though. They always have is an obvious need for unions, right? Push yeah. back against corporations. They push it too far. They and hurt the industry. It. And that's it. I mean, General Motors already went broke how many times? Right. You know? and if well, but, we, but we bail them out. Yeah, well, okay. okay, that's true. But just be prepared. Hmm. Man, that's craziness. Uh, well, this is out of the swamp. It came out yesterday. Federal prosecutors plan to indict Hunter Biden. Wow. <gasps> what? Shock. Uh, by September 29th, according to a court filing, this would be about the gun charge. Remember that they got that plea agreement dropped at that court case a couple of weeks ago. It turned right. out to be a big deal. So yeah. it's not the receipts. It's not tax evasion. It's not the obvious influence peddling. It's not everything else that was on the laptop. Right. Maybe they get him on a gun charge. Wouldn't that be something? It's always amazing. It's always something like that, too. Something concrete that you can show the evidence yep. is there and you broke a federal law. And that's how you can do it. You mentioned Al Capone. I think it's a good comparison. Got him on uh, tax. John right. Gotti. Same reason. Yeah. Can't get know. him on killing people. Get him on something else. We'll see if it sticks, but it's... Hopefully. It, it felt even weird saying it. Federal prosecutors and Hunter Biden. It yeah. sounded yeah. weird. An indictment. But maybe they're going after him. Who knows? We'll see. It's all, what you say? End of the month, right? So yeah. We'll see if it happens. Well, uh, guys, I saw this headline and I thought it had to be Florida. But that's actually Nebraska. Uh-oh. An alleged drunk driver accidentally called 911 on himself for, Excuse me? for reporting a, a car driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, at least he's honest. Well, 
He was the one driving on the no. wrong side of the road. Oh. And he called 911 because people were coming at him? Exactly. Oh, my God. How drunk do you have to be? How dangerous is that? What a moron. Wow. So we I- had a bunch of people on the wrong side. <laughs> They're coming at me. They're <laughs> trying to kill me. I'm doing this right. <laughs> you need to pull them all over. <laughs> Be like, your car, it's on fire. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. What is, it? what is wrong with this guy? So obviously the Nebraska troopers, uh, when they got there, realized, yeah, uh, you're really messed up. And he said, I thought someone was on the wrong side of the leaping road, bro. He told officers. But it turned out it was you, the deputy replied. <laughs> what an idiot. Arrested well, on the site. Thank God criminals are stupid. My gosh. Okay, so the next day yesterday, we had the story Delta Airlines, the number one rated airline in the country, right? Yeah, Next sure. time you get on a Delta Airlines flight, you may be hearing, hi, I'm Tom Brady. Uh-oh. Welcome to the friendly skies. Oh, my. Tom Brady just signed a multi-year deal with Delta Airlines to not only partner publicly, but internally. He's going to do uh, employee get up and go kind of rah-rah training for really? them. Really? Oh, yeah. They're not saying how much they pay- paid Brady to do this, but it is a multi-year deal. The, the statement from the company yesterday was weird. It said he will be part of this corporate culture. Yeah. Wow. So, I don't know if he bought into Delta. Maybe he did. Maybe he just bought into part of the company, but uh, they said he, he will have a community-based effect as well. I'm assuming when you get on, they're going to push a button and Tom Brady's going to be on the screen welcoming to flying Delta Airlines. About that. But I, I've never seen that before from a former athlete to get involved in you know, corporation that way. Yeah, it's... It's like he's got so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it. I liked humble Tom, who refused to do too many commercials because he didn't want to get distracted. I well, know he's everywhere. You know, when he was with Bridget Moynihan, Tom, a couple of, <laughs> couple of, couple of wives ago. <laughs> now he's retired, Tom, so he's got to find something to do. He with sure another does. supermodel. Like, what is it with him and supermodels? Stop with the supermodels. I, I mean, I'm he could have me. No. <laughs> well, apparently we found the school worst for free speech. Uh-oh, what? Harvard. <laughs> oh, boy. It has been dubbed the single worst academic institution for free speech in the U.S. out of 248 schools. Holy cow. It got a 0.0 rating on a 100-point scale. Wow, really? That bad? Yeah. It's called, This is a wow. uh, rating from the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. We knew it was bad, but my gosh. It's terrible for speakers, professionals, professors, and students with controversial opinions that don't go with the regime. Wow, and they beat (laughs) Stanford. Remember Stanford ran, what's his name? They started fires and they ran them off the campus. Oh, yeah. So, and and now you got Harvard's worse than them. Worse than than Berkeley, worse than Yale, Brown. It used to be, college campuses used to be the, the... safe place for differing opinions. Right, not you'd anymore. you walk across a campus, you hear some commie on a milk crate, then you'd hear the young <laughs> Republicans, then you hear some football team. Not anymore. It's go with the go with the elite narrative or you're out. Wow. What has happened to universities? At least they called them out on it. Oh, yeah, Ohio exactly. State's getting just as bad, by the way. I bet Man, you they're brutal. way down on that list, too. Good. Brutal. Well, here's the second story about Tom Brady to finish off Rapid Fire oh. today. Actually, this one's more about his son. Yeah. His Why? Son, what did his son do? His son, Ben. Is that his oldest son? I'm I the one he had with Monahan, right? I'm trying to... I think the one she pulled the goalie on? Yeah. Well, no, I think Ben yeah. might be the younger... I don't know. Well, he said that he's ready to start his football career, guys. How old is he? I'm not sure. I think he's a teenager. But that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the old, No, this is the middle one. The older one is Jack. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, so right. this is this is a Giselle kid. This so, is a Giselle kid. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, All like, right. you know, probably middle school. He's maybe 13, is what I'm guessing, just by his picture. But here's the thing. You know, look, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Michael Jordan's sons didn't really pan out in basketball. It's a lot of pressure to live up to a legendary, you know, Joe Montana's your son father. never made it. Right. Okay. But true. here's the thing. Here's how Ben Brady is uh, avoiding having to live up to his famous dad. He says he wants to be like Gronk. No. He's going to play tight end. <laughs> he said, screw quarterback. I want to play tight end and be like Gronk. Don't do it, kid. <laughs> Uncle Gronk comes through in the clutch. I feel like that. <laughs> Brady said he called Gronk and told him that. He, and Gronk goes, that's so cool. <laughs> he should. He's going to have all the money in the world. He should aspire to party like Gronk, but not be Gronk. Wow. You want to maybe 
like a toned down version of grunge. Yeah, just don't, don't even try to play sports. Why? Yeah, because yeah, you'll be compared to your dad all your life. The thing, if you well got... now, but see, I can understand why he doesn't want to be a quarterback. Yeah, that would be tough. You know, because you will be compared to your father all yeah. your life. If you got I... the passion, you want to play, go for it. But it's a tough comparison. Is I he a big kid? I don't. He says he's going to be a little beast. I don't know what that all means. Right. <laughs> I think we have found the real reason for the divorce. What? Because I'm sure she has said before she didn't want her kids playing football, uh, right? Oh. Uh oh. Ben I Brady, it's, it's your fault. <laughs> ben Brady. Speaking of that, did, did oh, just no. very quickly, the, isn't the the Patriots game to honor Brady this weekend? Yeah, it's the Brady game is, uh, Sunday. Is Gronk going? I don't know. They said they're all going to be there. I, I don't know what a that bunch means. Of those guys will be there. I guess so. Okay, I was just curious. I love Gronk. It's going to be a lot of money spent on the strip clubs on Route 1. I'm just telling you that much. (laughs) Hey, coming up next, we're running out of time to book your holiday travel, apparently. This is about the week coming up where you can finally get a deal. You know who's going to tell us about that? Our Consumer Reports expert, John (laughs) Matarese. All right. He's coming in next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. Well, Jen, I looking around here, I think everybody in our little room here is in this same thing, looking for holiday travel and the best and worst days to fly. We're all going somewhere. I think we're going to try this year. But you know what? Is there really a best day to travel? It seems Not for every- you, because you hate to fly. <laughs> I hate to fly. So we decided to bring in the expert, our Consumer Reports expert, John Matarese. Okay, so when is the best time to book for holiday travel, or have we already missed it? No, right now we're coming up on it. Mid-September is the best time, guys, to book your holiday airfares, because, you know, you're about two to three months out. That's the sweet spot for, for booking a fare. Uh, like, for instance, if you look at spring break now, prices are very high. But this is where you want to look at those holiday Thanksgiving and Christmas week fares, New Year's, uh, Hanukkah. You want to you check out uh, those fares now. So go ahead, start looking, set your alerts, uh, compare airlines. Now, here's the thing to know. There are some days to travel and some days not to travel. You guys know the worst day of the year to book a flight for flying. The day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, isn't that it? That that's real close, real close. That's one of the worst. Uh, actually, it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Oh, it's, because, yeah. Because for Thanksgiving, kind of everybody's flying. You know, they're either flying four days ahead or two days ahead, and then they all get in. Everyone wants to leave mom and dad's house on Sunday. Right. It's like, okay, we've had the Thanksgiving weekend. Sunday, let's fly home, let's fly back to college. you got all the college students returning. That is the most brutal day of the year for flying, simply because every flight is booked, uh, fares are high, the weather can be bad up north, and you know there's going to be delays. You know that, I mean, last year they called it the flight mayor. Uh, you, know, you know there's going to be problems. Oh, dear. Try to avoid flying the Sunday after Thanksgiving. That's the toughest one. The other real bad day to fly is the day after Christmas, December 26th. And that's really everybody's leaving on their vacation. Basically, you know, you're home for Christmas, you know, and it's like day after Christmas, let's, let's take off and, you know, let's go to the islands, let's go to New York, let's go somewhere. People leave the day after Christmas. Also, that's the big day that people who went to see Grandma are all returning home. You know, somebody from up north, you know, came down to see Grandma in South Florida, when are they returning home? The mm-hmm. day after Christmas. You're totally so right about that. I, I've flown on that day. You're exactly right. It seems to be the busiest oh. of all time. It, it is crazy. You know what I've flown, and it's not that bad, if you don't mind? Christmas afternoon. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Basically, you know, with the gifts, you see everybody, lots of hugs and kisses, and then, yeah, 4 o'clock flight, get out of there. You know, before <laughs> the madness, that'll be the day after. And, and plus, you know, by Christmas, by what? Three in the afternoon, you're sick of everybody anyway. Three? Yeah. Boy, you you're know? being generous. <laughs> Ten o'clock in the yeah, morning in my house. Try about noon. Yeah. Jo- <laughs> exactly. John's like, John's at his family going, thanks for the sweater. See ya. <laughs> Bye. There's yeah, a door. Yeah, I'm out of here. So consider flying Christmas Day uh, rather than the day after Christmas. Beautiful. My brother always flies on Christmas Day. Yeah, I've done it too. It's uh, it's not you're bad. Right. You're not right. bad at all. The other not one, you, the other thing we want to talk to you about because it seems more and more businesses are doing this, and Bill and I have had this discussion all the time because we don't qualify. Right. We would never qualify for this one. Four day work weeks. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, you're probably like uh, like me on the TV side, yeah. where like, the sales department comes in one day a week. You know, <laughs> and, and you're required you're required to come in five days a week. So what's happening is a lot of companies have gone to the hybrid model, and the hybrid is either three days in the office and two days at home, or two days in the office and three days at home. And there's a lot of companies that are doing that. However, a growing number of them turns out are looking at just a four day work week where you work basically Monday to Thursday or Tuesday to Friday, and that other day is a is a a three-day weekend, every weekend. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just being on Zoom all day because that doesn't count as a day off. I'm talking that it's a uh, it's a day to be off, and what people do is they say, okay, you have to work 40 hours. It's four 10-hour days, oh, which I'd... is not that much different from a four eight-hour day. Oh, I'd do that in a heartbeat. I yeah. bet you if you offered that to most people, they'd take it. Because you're at work anyway. Yeah. You've got yeah. momentum going, you know, that kind of thing. But which day would be off? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it depends company to company. Some are doing Friday, some are doing Monday. But, you know, workers are saying, I don't mind working a 10-hour day. I already work, you know, close to 9. What's yeah. another hour than having Friday off every week? So look for that. A lot of companies are doing it. In fact, if you go to Flex Jobs, it's one of those online sites, uh, they uh, list companies that are hiring for four-day weeks. So that's really cool. How, imagine wow. if most companies then just dropped Monday, right? All of a sudden, we would hate Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday would be the day we hate. It's the exactly. Tuesday terror is right, exactly. what it becomes. Yeah. All right, all of that stuff and more. Uh, John Metteris, a Consumer Reports expert. Don't waste your money. Consumer segment right there in our news partner, WPTV News Channel 5. But you're all over social media, too. Where do we find you there? Yes, John Matteris Money on Instagram and on Facebook, and John Matteris on X, formerly Twitter, for a daily consumer alert. Excellent. We're going to go book some flights. We'll talk to you in a week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matteris. Guess what, guys? Our time is up. That Thank means you. it's almost Friday. Which also means football tonight. What time does the game start? Eight-ish? Okay. Well, I'll be watching the football game, and then tomorrow we have our picks. I can't wait for tomorrow. We start at 6 o'clock. We'd love to have you join us. Thanks for being here today. Have a great day.